Here we go, servant leaders. Welcome back to the podcast. It's time for episode 43 as we recognize how you've empowered us to lead others by your continued connection with us here on the Services Power Podcast. During this year of discovery, we're on the hunt towards 100,000 subscribers for the chance to have 100,000 conversations. It's 100,000 opportunities to dispel rumors, destroy myths, and detangle the web of mystery around servant leadership and how effective it can be in our lives. We're in a deep leadership crisis in our world today, and there's a need to have leaders that think about, care about, and display true empathy for the people they're on teams with. And there's no better style of leadership that equips others to do just that than the servant leadership style and model. There needs to be an intentional conversation around this, and we're here to start those conversations. What are your thoughts around this? We'd like to start a survey discussing this topic. Would you be interested in being a part of this conversation? If you see the leadership crisis and you want to be in the category of people that is helping to solve the problem, then we desperately need to hear from you. The only way to let us know is by emailing us at hello at servicespower.org. Listen, we would love to be sensitive to your time and lifestyle, but when we hear numbers like 44% of 18 to 35 year olds believe that corruption is the number one global leadership problem, We can't just try to make it easy for everyone. Part of the issue is the leaders aren't willing to do what it takes to make a difference in our world. This is how we show that we won't stand for corruption in our leadership. Reach out to us and title the email Leadership Crisis and say that you want that survey. And with enough responses, we will create it and push it out to you. Each of you are a big part of helping us towards our new goal here on the podcast of 5,000 downloads by the end of 2020. Part of this goal is to discover who we have been and who we've been significant with. Maybe we've been helpful to you on your journey. If we have, but you're pressed for time, or maybe you just don't know exactly what to say via an email message, the best way to let us know is to download every episode that was beneficial to you. Every download tells us to keep going keep pressing, and to keep this train moving. Next up on the podcast is the third installment of the five ideas to launching into a discovery mentality. Next weekend, we'll be jumping into crossing lines. The wide assumption is that servant leaders are timid and passive, and this many episode will be very fitting to pair with this weekend's episode. Servant leaders engage with others, test boundaries, and are brave enough to cross lines. We think this might be the most empowering idea so far, and that's next week on the podcast. When you think about a leader, what do you think of? Now, when you look at who shouldn't be a leader, what kind of characteristics do they have? Quiet? Shy? Reserved? Non-confrontational and non-committal? These are the assumptions around introverts. And we're here with Dr. Jenny Jackson to crush those myths and showcase how introverts are great leadership candidates, and perhaps maybe the best servant leadership options out there. Dr. Jenny Jackson is a healthcare executive, leadership professor, speaker, consultant, and writer. She's passionate about developing other leaders and specializes in building strong teams through communication, empathy, and trust. She believes that practicing servant leadership and putting people first is fundamental to the success of every organization. She's also a proud introvert and loves helping other introverts find their leadership voice. She holds a Master's of Business Administration and an Educational Doctorate in Organizational Leadership from Western Kentucky. 
your perspective about leadership may drastically change on this one. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Servant Leaders. And I have Dr. Jenny Jackson on the podcast this time around. And ladies and gentlemen, servant leaders of all ages, she is as sweet as a sugarcane. She is just the best. She's from Kentucky. I cannot wait for you guys to hear everything that she has to say to us on the podcast today. Her accent is wonderful. <laughs> so for those of you from the Midwest and you're used to this, I'm very apologetic. I'm so sorry. I love all you guys, but I just love her accent. And then just the way she's been able to introduce servant leadership to the medical community. And of course, her personal community as well. It's just been so fascinating. I'm really honored to have uh, Jenny Jackson on the podcast. Dr. Jackson, how in the world are you? Can you tell the people hello? Hey, Lal. I'm good. How are you? I'm beginning to think you only invited me for my accent, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is part of it. No, um, I, but I also invited Dr. Jackson on Servant Leaders because she's a pioneer for servant leadership everywhere. She's one of the most consistent voices in servant leadership right now, one that I truly admire that I learn a from. And we have a very interesting, a very not spoken about topic that I'm so honored to have Dr. Jackson come on and talk about. But before we get into the topic, Dr. Jackson, can you talk a little bit about who you are, kind of uh, what your expertise is, and why servant leadership is so important to you? Sure. So I've been in healthcare for about 20 years. And I just really enjoy the fast pace. Um, it's always changing. There's always a challenge. And the healthcare landscape is just constantly changing. And, you know, we rush to keep up. I like to say that um, I'm living the American dream because when I started out 20 years ago, I started out as a receptionist and through working my way through school and education and experience and just learning and growing and having great mentors. You know, I've moved up through the years and, you know, now I serve as the director of my organization. I'm very involved in the medical community. I um, serve on the Kentucky Association of Medical Staff Services Board. And I'm an instructor for the National Association of Medical Staff Services. I also teach leadership. I'm a professor at Western Kentucky University. I really enjoy helping develop other leaders and just seeing people grow and sort of win that leadership mentality of shifting from managing processes to leading people. I, I just love experiencing that and helping people through that. Also do some speaking on servant leadership, on finding and maintaining sort of a work-life balance. And I do also training. I like to look at personality types and help people to really see who they are. And, you know, to look at and understand and see who the people are around them, uh, because we all have those different personality types. And when we know more of who we are 
and we know more about the people who are we're working with or we're living with or we're married to or who our kids are. We just become more well-rounded individuals and we're more equipped to work with and understand each other. So, you know, I'm an introvert, <laughs> so I'm excited. Servant leaders, the first time I met Dr. Jackson, one of the very first things she said to me is, I'm an introvert, as you just heard her say at the end of her time there explaining herself. And so as I leaned a little bit deeper into why she said what she said and how she was able to kind of articulate who she is, I wanted to bring her on to talk about introverts as servant leaders, because one of the things I started to question as a person who is an introvert, how in the world do they become a servant leader? And I wonder if there's other people out there that are thinking about introverts as leaders. And so Dr. Jackson is an incredible leader and she's an introvert. And so I wanted to bring her on and ask a couple of questions to her. First, Dr. Jackson, what does the world misunderstand most about the introvert and their ability to lead others? I think a lot of times when people hear the word introvert, they automatically think, oh, that person is shy. And that's really not what it means. And I wouldn't consider myself to be a shy person. I'm not afraid to speak, especially when it's something I'm particularly passionate about. I think the difference between an introvert and an extrovert is that an introvert really thinks about what they want to say before they say it. I spend a lot of time thinking, if I say this, how will it come across? How will this person take what I'm saying? And is it the way I mean it to come out? And it's all about how will the message be heard? And that's really what it means to be an introvert. So, Dr. Jackson, let me ask you this. How does that translate to how other people perceive an introvert's ability to lead? I think a lot of times when we think of a leader, we think of that sort of flamboyant person that's um, very outgoing, that wants, you know, to put themselves out there and um, you know, talk a lot. And that's not necessarily what leadership is about. When you break it down, leadership is about people. It's about leading people. And as an introvert, we have this unique ability to understand and to see people because we spend time studying them, studying their reactions, studying their strengths, studying their weaknesses, finding opportunities to sort of place those team members in, you know, positions where they're the strongest and where they'll be the most comfortable, but then also having that ability to sort of push them a little bit out of their comfort zone to help them develop other skills. It's also a strength of an introvert in that we want to surround ourselves with people who are different than we are. So if I feel that I'm not as strong in a particular area, then I want people on my team that would have those strengths in order to make the most well-rounded team possible. Servant leaders, I hope you're hearing what Dr. Jackson is saying. And ask yourself this question. 
am I thinking enough about the people that I'm around that I hear them and I understand them to be able to serve them best? A lot of times as leaders, just as Dr. Jackson is talking about, we speak too much and we speak so quickly and we speak with so much energy and we speak with so much emotion that we're not taking the time to really learn first. If we take the posture and position of a learner before we take this posture and position of what society kind of makes us think a leader is, we actually might see ourselves grow better in our leadership because, as she was saying, leadership is definitely about people. Dr. Jackson, I want to ask you this. Since introverts draw more energy from being by themselves versus being around people for extended periods of time, which I think is really important. Not that introverts don't like being around people, but it's more about being around people for an extended period of time. How can an introvert be an effective servant leader if being with people is what servant leadership is about? I think that you're correct. An introvert does draw energy from being alone. That doesn't necessarily mean that they always want to be alone or that they can't be around other people or that they don't want to be around other people. I enjoy speaking in front of large audiences. I enjoy interacting and talking with people. Uh, at the end of the night, you know, I may want to go home and be alone. And it's because I like to take that time to reflect. I like to think about how did I do? Did I come across right? Did I explain this well enough? You know, and I, and I do that in my work as well, especially with my team members. I may think, you know, did what I say come across right? Do I have something maybe I need to apologize for tomorrow? Did I explain a decision that I made? Did I explain it appropriately? These are all strengths that an introvert has. And, you know, we're able to work on these things and do these self-reflections when we're alone and when it's quiet. Dr. Jackson, can you explain the difference between self-reflection and a person kind of perceiving that as maybe doubt? Self-reflection is critical to any leader. It's not about doubting yourself. It's about examining yourself. It's about understanding that you're leading people and people will have a perception of you. And it's important that you take time to sort of understand that perception. How am I coming across? My team relies on me. You know, they trust me. I'm there to help them. We're in this together. So it's all about understanding each other, believing in each other, trusting in each other, you know, and, and having empathy for each other. We all have lives. You know, we all live day to day with stresses and insecurities and, and our own personality styles. It's important for a leader to understand that and to see that, you know what? This employee is struggling today. It's probably not because of what happened at work today. Something may be going on in their personal life. We all have these things that are going on. And it's so important as a leader to have sort of that self-reflection to think, is, is there something I can do? Can, can I have a cup of coffee with this individual? Talk about what's going on. 
Is there something that I can help with? It's all about caring for, trusting, and having empathy for each other. Servant leaders, I hope you hear this because self-reflection or people that are going to take time for themselves for a few moments, this isn't about fear. This isn't about being scared. This is actually active. This is actually purposeful, which means it has a mission. It is supposed to go somewhere. So when we are self-reflecting, reflecting on ourselves and how we're leading people and how we're connecting with people and the individuals that we're consistently engaging with, if we take that time to steal away and reflect on who we are, kind of how we're connecting to people. This is a strength because we're being active with our brains, our minds, our emotions. We're not cowering away. We're not hiding in a corner. That's not what it means. And so when we see introverts do these things, we need to be much more mindful and then inquire about their strength. As a matter of fact, if you're starting to think some things about some introverts, my suggestion to you would be to go ask a few great questions and then learn some things from these wonderful individuals because you're going to find that there are some things within them that you can learn from that can help grow you as a person, that can help grow your leadership, and that's going to help grow your servant leadership. As a matter of fact, Dr. Jackson, can you talk a little bit about what inspired you to serve in leadership? I can't really pinpoint, you know, one moment or one thing that happened that said, oh, yeah, I want to be a servant leader. I feel like I've always been that way. I've always had the desire to put people first before profits and processes and projects because People are what make everything. They make up our departments. They make up our organizations. They make up our businesses. Without people, there are no profits. There are no projects. So I feel like throughout my career, I've always known this. But in the past several years, I've really started to study it. When I went back to school to get my doctorate, it was to understand these feelings that I had in order to articulate them. And, and, you know, it it seems sort of simple, but it's about caring for people. You know, just because we're at work, it doesn't mean that we stop being who we are. You know, we have families and we have things going on and, and we're stressed and we're scared and we're nervous. And being a servant leader says, that's okay. You know, I accept you for who you are. I, I want uh, to help you grow and, and develop and be the best person that you can be. I feel like I, I've devoted my life to that all along. I just didn't have a term for it until, you know, I found this concept of servant leadership. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's it. You know, that's who I feel like I am. And I just really enjoy being able to say, I care about you. I want the best for you. What can we do to make you better? Because as we develop each person, the team grows, the department grows, and the organization grows as a whole. Dr. Jackson, how do you help coach and lead people whose natural space isn't to go towards being a servant leader? I think that there's a lot of connotations that come when you hear the term servant leadership. People think, well, I don't want to go fetch somebody's coffee 
detail. And, and that's not what we're talking about. We're re and it's not a, really about putting yourself last or second or anything like that. It's just about saying, I value people. And when you make that shift from being a quote unquote worker or employee into a management leadership style role, you really are making that shift from doing the work to then taking care of the people who do the work. And when those people are happy and when they feel like they're valued and supported and trusted to be able to do their work, you know, we don't need to micromanage people. We hire people because they're capable and they're smart and they can do the work. So let's trust them to do it. Servant leaders, as we look at going to the end of this podcast, I hope you are able to see that there are some things that are in the introverted nature that are tenets of servant leadership. There are things that are in this personality trait or this lifestyle that some people live that actually allows them to be really effective servant leaders. So, Dr. Jackson, as we close out this podcast, would love to have your advice to the world on how to harness the best out of introverted leaders. Sometimes the introvert, well, actually, most of the time, the introvert is not going to be that person that is in front of everybody and constantly the center of attention and you know wants to throw out all the opinions. And they're not always the person who you think of when you think of being a leader. You know, it's not necessarily those same characteristics. But an introvert is a leader and can be a very, very strong leader. You just have to sort of get past that point of believing that they have to have some of these characteristics in order to be an effective leader. An introvert is okay without being in the limelight. They're okay with sort of giving the praise and the recognition to others. And that, and that's what's needed in a leader. A leader should be one who shares the praise and takes the blame. They should be the ones that are the first to say, oh, you're telling me I did a good job. It was the team. The team did a great job. And, and I think that introverts are just really strong at being able to do that and not having to have that constant attention on them. In fact, they don't want it. So fantastic, servant leaders. Thank you, Dr. Jackson, for coming on and letting us know how viable introverts are in the leadership scope. Can you talk a little bit about how to connect with you, how people can get in touch with you if they have questions or if they want to learn more about what you're doing? Sure. I'd love for anybody to reach out to me. I'm always happy to have a conversation about servant leadership or about, you know, harnessing your power as an introvert, because I really do believe that it is a great power. Uh, best way to get a hold of me is to follow me on LinkedIn. I post a lot of articles and I just like to share my ramblings on a day to day basis. So please um, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and um, reach out. So cool. Thanks, Dr. Jackson, for coming on. Uh, she did this for me, guys. I'm just, I'm so touched. This is very, very special for me. Thanks for coming on the podcast. 
thank you so much for having me, Lau. It was a lot of fun. Courage is a trait seldom talked about with leaders. Dr. Jackson was very nervous with doing this podcast, but her courage and care came through, as you all heard. Not being in the limelight makes introverts ideal servant leaders because that's the mindset a person needs to have to not make leading others about them. This, perhaps paired with courage, may be the formula needed to create the greatest servant leader. And we want to see the greatest in servant leadership come out of you. 100,000 subscribers, 100,000 conversations. Email us to start the conversation about ending the global leadership crisis and we'll see you at the very next stop. It's our honor to serve.